Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Brunch and I'm sorry I'm coughing already. My name is Iman and I'm Sabria and I'm going to sound absolutely terrible this week. I was about to say your voice actually sounds really cute. Sometimes when people lose their voice it sounds really cute. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. Um Never mind. I'm a little high. I just saw a message that popped up, and then I was like, I had a glitch in the system. <laughs> Speaking of glitch, remember that cute? And thank you for saying my voice is cute, even though You're I feel welcome. like... I sound um, like I'm going through packs today. But uh, <laughs> speaking of glitch in the system, what was the name of that movie we watched this weekend? It was like something versus it was, the robots. It was the That's Mitchells true. versus the, sorry, it's on my The robots. Box. It wasn't the machines. It was Mitchells versus okay. the machines. I'm like, the robots. I said the Robinsons versus the robots. It's yep, the it was the Mitchells versus the machines. Yep. Okay, guys. Please, if you have a chance, watch this movie. It's so good. It's so cute. It has all the elements of all the things I like. Family, you know, robots being the enemy. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. I'm like, this is terrible. I I loved it. Um, I'm so happy that we watched it. And I, I love that you also like to watch animated stuff as well. Yes, yes. We also watched a movie called Rebecca. Yeah, that movie was just, that movie was nuts. It was nuts, but knowing now that it was a Hitchcock remake, like it was, it was um originally like film noir, um from back like when movies were black and white. I understand uh, it now, like knowing that I'm like okay, the how the highs and lows of the plot and everything it makes sense. But just seeing that, like, cause I didn't know that I I knew it was based on a book. But um, I didn't know that it was a Hitch. It was a um, Hitchcock film. But knowing that after I watched the movie, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Cause like, if you go, if y'all watch it, imagine going into it and not knowing that it's a remake. Like thinking that this is something like a. This it is a, like I, the Notebook at first. Like thinking yeah, movie is like the Notebook, and exactly. then they start taking crazy turns, and you like, huh? Exactly. Like I really was thinking it was an idea from like 2019 or something like that. But did you so, appreciate it or no? Because I didn't know if you liked the movie. You were I, saying it was crazy. It was. But I'm like, I, did you like it? I, I liked it. I did. Even though I like the romance parts made me be like, yeah. But like, I did. I did like the movie, and I do want to. See, Excuse me, I want to see the... I'm very, I am very curious about the original, actually. Yeah, same. I really do want to see it now. Especially after watching because it. of the acting. Because the acting back then was... It was oh, very amazing. over the top. It was very it over was the top. It dramatic. And also, and the mid-Atlantic accents and stuff. I, so, I really... I would like to see the original. Yeah, but it, I think the benefit of seeing that movie um, in, 2020, uh, in 2021 was like how vibrant the colors and stuff were. Yes, the colors were so... People, oh my gosh, people from back then, if they would have saw that movie now, they probably would go into shock, honey. Yeah, they probably would have been blinded from how like, <laughs> bright and vibrant and just extravagant these colors and the scenes were. So yeah, guys, Rebecca and Mitchell versus the Machine, we're starting off with some recommendations. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's get into our fave four this week. Let's talk about um, our fave four things in fashion that we hate. Fave four trends, or least favorite trends. Our four least favorite trends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, for me, no particular order. My The first one I'm going to say is 
too much swag. Like a swag <laughs> overload, like it just kills me. I cannot do it. Like, say you got like um you got the Travis Scott um and McDonald McDonald's collaboration Ugh. shirt with the with the dunks with no. some jeans with like paint on it and with a um off white belt and like um and a Telfar bag. Like it's just too much going on like take like you know how i guess it was a quote from i think coco chanel and it's like if like take one thing off or something like if you have something like when i look at your outfit and you can't even take one thing off you have to take off just start just take the whole outfit off it's just too much like yeah. if you also another thing is like think of like think of the swaggiest person that you've seen on tiktok it's like that style i don't like it and I i've, I've never it. liked it even when i was younger i've never liked stuff like that so like was it like him i kind of feel like jason derulo can be like that it's just like too yes. many elements it's too many I elements hate it. I hate it's too it. many elements too and many it's like elements. it costs a lot of money but i still hate it and so i, I kind of feel like um even though she's not too swaggy sometimes i feel like asian doll like she put too many elements together sometimes too. Yeah, and you be like, huh? But what saves her is she's a fucking gorgeous, pretty, 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 pretty ass face. Pretty definitely ass saves pretty her. Ass teeth. But I be that, looking down. I be huh? It's crazy. But um, I'm, I'm gonna shut up because she is very pretty. And the thing is, her defense is always like it's expensive. I'm like that has nothing to do with it looking it has a mess. Nothing but to do with it. What nothing. you gonna do? What you gonna do? The second one, kind of same but different trend followers so y'all ever see somebody that for instance okay so i mean i have a telfar bag a lot of people do you ever see somebody wear something that excuse me it's quote-unquote trendy and it don't look right on them yeah. like that is my least favorite thing like somebody that you could just like for me for instance everybody that knows me knows i have been wearing crocs before or all this like I have been like when I worked at um Nordstrom in 2018, I literally wore Crocs dress pants and a black turtleneck. And I <laughs> yep. had like makeup and my hair done and stuff like that. Like that was like what well, I wore flame Crocs. Crocs and, like, have been your shit for a while. It's for a while. So it's really nothing. Like nobody thinks of it like when I wear Crocs and like platform shoes. Also, I've been wearing platform shoes like all my life. So like stuff like that, nobody like bad to know about but like i can't stand what for instance i guess the new trend now is people being alt or like you know punk or whatever mm -hmm. think of like a saturday night live sketch where like will pharaoh is trying to play <laughs> like an emo kid like you know what i mean like i don't like i hate that in fashion when like i want to see that like, just because something is trendy don't mean it's for you. Like, when people, I think that's what I'm trying to say. You got to know it, yourself. Exactly. When people don't know something is for you. Like, for instance, me, personally, like, um, like pastels and, like, that cute, that cutesy, like, clueless style. That's mm -hmm. not really for me. Like, that clueless, like, preppy style, stuff like it's that. It's not for me either. It's like, yeah. It's so, not for anybody with broad shoulders for real, for real, but I'm going to just leave that alone. <laughs> Is that so? Like when people don't know, like I really feel like fashion and trendy stuff like come from the inside. So when Damn. you like I was deep. when 
it don't reflect how you feel. I mean, how you are in the inside. It just, it be something off. Cause nobody ever questions. Like I literally go to the market with red contacts in or like with like ice blue contacts and people don't say anything to me. If people say stuff to me, they'll be like, oh, they look nice. Or like people don't look at me. Like, you know what I mean? Cause it's so authentic. And if I did this shit, people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> if I show someone with ice blue contacts, I feel like I would look like, Again, like a Saturday Night Live skit when they like playing a vampire, the vampire student, like a Twilight SNL skit. That's how yeah, I would be scaring exactly. people. Like so, that's the thing I don't like when people be looking like skits. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like freaks. You know. So the third one is ballet flats. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a fashion <laughs> trend or not, but I have felt victim to it. Mine has felt victim to it. <laughs> No, don't tell the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> um so the thing with ballet flats, every every femme, when you first get a job, you get your big girl job, or you like looking for jobs, or you working somewhere, you gotta get dressed up. You always get those black flat ass. You go shoes. to DSW. <laughs> you go to DSW or you go to Nordstrom Rack. Yes, that you go um, to Nordstrom Rack. Or where'd I get mine from? I got mine from Urban Outfitters. Sometimes you go to Target. Um, Target, exactly. The exhilaration brand ones. <laughs> Everybody, anybody that is femme knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like those flat ass shoes, you get those via office job or like for my case when I worked at um Sir Lata, which um oh no, yeah, when I worked at Sir Lata, which is like a high end kitchen store in Soho. I was working there and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get these these flat these ballerina flats and this is where i fucked them up mine was pointy and it was velvet so i really thought it they were pointy and velvet so i was like oh i'm definitely shitting on them here like for real like i'm in soho like no none of these bitches is touching me like that's how i felt looking back first of all those shoes are flat as shit my feet Look, look like paddles. <laughs> it looked like you know those paddles that like sororities and like um no fraternities they have like on the wall. It looked like that, like paddles. Oh it's flat as fuck. But I just those are shoes that you be like, I'm doing what I think is right. Those yeah, I'm doing and I'm doing what's safe. I'm doing what's right, and I'm doing what's what's professional. Exactly. But then you learn and you get better. And I feel like for those settings, I learned my last job. Mules are better. Like a cute mule. Like I like thinking like those cute like Gucci mules. I had ones. I had mules um that were black and had like a rhinestone bow. Those were cute and they still was flat. I feel like those are better. Something Oxford with Oxford um, shoes. Oxford um, shoes. Yeah. Um, uh, a Chelsea boots or knee boots um, yes. at work is always better. I mean, it was a different time back in the day. Exactly. And uh, we were young. We were in our early early 20s. I still have some of them shoes now, so I'm not going to say true. anything. And I st <laughs> I'm not released. Like, I'm not free yet. I, I am a sucker for if I go to Nor Nordstrom Rack and I see them Dolce Vita um, shoes. <laughs> I was gonna go get a pair because I'm like I know I'm gonna have a job and I don't care about none of these people. So what if my feet look like ice cream cones in these <laughs> shoes? So what? My I, the mules is my go to now because those I just was like I felt like a platypus. <laughs> um, <laughs> fourth one is <laughs> the last one. The last one is and this is something I hate. 
hate, hate, hate. <laughs> um, hate it with a passion. So, all right. So get your phones out and look up. If you don't know the style of the shoe, please look it up so you can get the idea. So it's the Air Max 3s. And I hate when people wear them in general. Okay. But when people wear them with boot cut jeans, now you pissing me off. <laughs> I hate them like so much. I like this hot kids dress. Yeah, it's one hot kids dress. Two, it remind me of like, think of a, the guy at your job that got a dookie booty. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the Daquan. Daquan with the dookie booty. Yeah, like Daquan every month. It's my face, too. It's always this in my face, always this in my business. His mom is so rude and ignorant and mean. And they always bickering. Him and but his he mom ain't gonna leave. Always bickering. Like it just remind me of that. Especially when they come in all black like those shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh please. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it at all. Oh God! I feel like the person you talked about was like at one of my jobs, like <laughs> in like environmental services or something. And each mm-hmm. time they come around, I'm like, "Dang, it's three o'clock. He here?" <laughs> or you they know? like they like the snitch. Mm-hmm. They, they think they do they everybody business. So it's like, well, I know for a fact if I told you anything, you would take your, you know, take the trash can and, and switch over to somebody else to tell the story. So I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Also, they think they always somebody that they've been there for years, but they're never the manager. They think they're the manager. They've been there for like 10 years. Mm hmm. They like they say it's a promotion. I'm like, you still hopeful? That's wild. They don't have leadership skills because <laughs> they be gossiping. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I definitely can't stand them sneakers. Hate them. Ugly. Please look them up, y'all. OK, so guys, my first one. Sandals with the fur. Sandals <laughs> with the fur. I know. And here's the thing. Some things, I if somebody else wear it, I'm like, okay, cool. But it's a group of girls who be wearing them and they look so funky. They look so dirty and they don't know the right space to wear them. I know. You wear those for maybe around the house. You're doing a quick run. You're going to be in a car. You can't wear those every day and dick them because the way the fur going to look. Like so I've seen dirty. I had red. I, well, mine wasn't as mine was mine was like the flat fur. It was. I know exactly which ones you hate. They the ones that is like a ball. They real long and, and girls they'll be walking around the mall and I'm like those things look filthy. Yeah, they look my so red, nasty. I, I only wore mine for a summer, and I threw them away because they. That's were dirty. what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do for shoes that cost fifteen ninety nine. There's nothing wrong. with Not even that, Iman. Uh, yeah, I was being gender generous. You bought those shoes for six ninety nine, and I'm just like, why did you think that you was gonna get away with wearing those for more than one summer? You know, it's okay to buy things that are affordable, but you have to realize, you know, that Forever Twenty One sweater ain't gonna be the same thing as like that cashmere sweater. You know? Yeah, definitely threw those away in the garbage. <sighs> period. This is kind of like what you said, but it's a different era. The Y two K overload. You know what I mean? Yes, I just, I just yes. keep seeing because like some of these kids, I'm like, you weren't born in 2000. And it's like, <laughs> also, this kind of bothers me too. The cuts from the early 2000 are not, the, I mean, are not the same as the cuts and dresses now. Yeah. 
they be things be too short they be too tight they don't really they're not made as well like when i'm watching girlfriends and i see joan wearing a nice pair of dress pants when i see joan wearing a nice like dress or something i might see it fall so nice like fall you, so nice you go somewhere now and it don't even have to be cheap i see like even like house of cb is it called mm-hmm. and yeah, it's always have, pop up on instagram i look at nice the dresses stuff. they're nice but i'm like i still don't see that like slinky cut like i think everybody's afraid for things to to, to hit somebody's calf instead of the middle of their thigh these days exactly but you know what the other midi dresses is, aren't done right midi it's dresses. really you you so so right and the fabric don't fall like it don't be that like um i'm trying to think of the fabric like it's like I'm, it's slinky i know exactly what you're talking about like also i feel like it's the same thing when when i was in high school i was obsessed with the 80s yeah i was just so about i to wanted go there. to dress yeah. 80s and I know it was not accurate at all. I had a Hollister shirt on and like leg warmers. But honestly, I feel like that's the best way to do it is to take elements of an era that you, you know, because this isn't the first time this has happened where we've gone back. Like you said, when we were in high school, it was the 80s. Then the 90s had their time. The 70s are kind of having a moment. And now early 2000s are having their moment. So it's like, yeah, I still, I definitely am wearing cargo pants and bootcut jeans like it's early 2000s again. But I'm not going to wear that with a baby girl shirt. And then with some <laughs> of like those shades with the little heart. It's just sometimes it's like too much. It's too much. Trend it overload. Even- it wasn't even like that when, um, like, back in that era. It wasn't like that, like, that overload. Also, another thing to piggyback off you, some people don't know their era. That's another thing. Mm, like, yeah. me, for instance, I'm, my era, I feel like, is definitely 80s, like, 80s rock, maybe um, even early 90s. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's my era. Like, the 80s have always been me. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. And I feel like for you, it's like the 70s, uh, mm-hmm. late 60s. I feel like that's yep. your Yep, and even late 90s too. Sometimes we're like when I go with this, so. like when I want to get dressed up, I go to 70s or 90s. But mm-hmm. my day-to-day is 70s, late 60s, period. Like that's just how, that, that's the era where I'm like, oh, I just romanticize it. You can't do, like you have to just take elements from other things. Like, you know, your t-shirt that says like, I love hood niggas. Technically, that's way Y2K because that's when we, you know, we used to do that back in the day. Yeah. We are like spray painted t-shirts, but that's all you did. You just take an element and then keep yep. it pushing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, This is going to be con- controversial, but sets, right? Some things, sometimes <laughs> these sets, like you want to go find something to wear. Like I don't mind sets on other people. I just get mad when every time I go try to find something to wear, it's already a set. Like, okay, get these shorts and this shirt, this shirt. Like, why do I want everything to match? Yeah, like, why I, know I want exactly everything to be a set? That's not about. how outfits work to me. Also, the fact that um, I guess it's besides the point, but like how you have to buy stuff separately too. Well, yeah, if it is a set, it's it a set. should be sold together. But some of this stuff just be ugly. And I'm I'm not walking around like a big toddler. I'm six one. <laughs> all right. I'm not gonna be walking around in a set all the all the time like I'm two years old. Cause I feel like people, adults can look like babies when they're constantly wearing Shit, sets. I know I can. <laughs> what that mean? You know, I got baby legs. 
I know what you, okay, yeah, I get you. I get where you're coming from. And, and as a tall woman, I feel like, now I like sets when it's like a cute pair of shorts and like a nice, like, you know, top. But when it becomes like pants and then the matching shirt and then the blazer, I'm like, oh, hell no, that's not for me. And also it takes the fun away from putting the outfit together. I know you can mix and match, but I also just am tired of seeing it sometimes. Like a set for everything? Come on. Sets are nice sometimes, not all the time. Not all the time at all. Uh, um, and finally, short sleeve hoodie vest. I know oh. that's very specific, but there are guys at the gym who wear like short, like sleeveless vests with the hoodie on there. Uh, so it's like, I guess it's a sleeveless hoodie essentially, but it looks like a vest with a hoodie attached. It's and I'm like, when I see guys wearing team. that, it's giving Sears. Like, it's giving Sears active wear. It's giving Kohl's active wear. And Damn I'm just like, come on now. Go to the suburbs with that. Like, don't be in the city wearing it. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I used to wear that when I was, um, I, I had a short sleeve hoodie um, <laughs> in high school when I was like an emo kid. That made sense. But like, yeah, it was cute for a little and bit. And I was of time. a teenage girl. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really don't like when, like, I see him at the gym because it always gives me, like, personal trainer on Hannah Montana. And you know what? It's full circle because that's the the guy that wears those Air Maxes, the Quam, the Dookie booty. Mm -hmm. He wants to be that, that guy. guy at the gym. He do. Full he want to show his... He want, only want to work out just to put that on because he's too self-conscious to do it now. But he knows that that's the guy to get all the ladies in his mind. It's not the truth. And that's what I hate. That gives like <laughs> that gives like corny fantasy man. Like I'm just like, no. And I'm like, I wish y'all could see the person that I hate wearing this, but he got his arms crossed and sunglasses on. And, and he sometimes he have a perm and glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has sunglasses on. He's smiling. He got the little thing that transitions. Like, and if he black, he'll say something like, I mean, white black women never like me. They just, you know. I was thinking a black guy the whole time. Yeah, of course. I was thinking of that guy who always says, like, black women don't like me. You know, I, I give it a try every chance I get. They just don't like me for whatever reason. That's why I had to find uh, Becca here. She's a good person anyway. Outside of that. He don't care. He don't participate in nothing Black Lives Matter, that guy. <laughs> he refuses to acknowledge what's happening in this country. <laughs> he refuses look into it you know it's his own life he don't give a fuck because he's gonna have like f he's gonna have white passing kids in his mind so he's like oh, fuck it what those nigger sandlet that's my that's my voice for when i for one white people and for black people who try to act white oh god um anyway <laughs> back into the podcast because he refuses that's all i got to say um let's get into toast like taking some time to be serious um we do want to take a toast to acknowledge uh george floyd we want to send some love and light to his family and his loved ones because one year ago is when everything happened when his life was viciously taken he was murdered by mm -hmm. a white police officer whose name shall not ever be mentioned on this show again mm -hmm. and we just really really I want to take a moment to say that he he was murdered and that should not have happened, but he changed the world. Like that man definitely changed what life is going to look like for black people. Um, I hate that it had to happen that way, but like if it had to happen, it did not happen for no reason. Like we going to make, make sure something comes from this. Yeah. Cause people forgot, you know, when everything happened with like Trayvon Martin and, um, I'm sorry. Um, 
What was his name? Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yes. So many. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, right? Michael Brown. Like, um, people like, like, I guess that because that's when, like, you know, you start hearing like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. But then it got like pushed under the rug, and also it was still people, stigma. It was still stigma, and it was people that was like openly like, well, all lives matter and stuff like that. But this time, I feel like those people were more like shut out. So it, I feel like it was even louder this time. Yeah, definitely louder. And the the pandemic, you know, everybody paying attention to their screens uh, even more because there was nothing else to do. It was mm-hmm. like impossible for people to look away. Yep, it was just impossible. And um, even with today being his uh, the the anniversary of that like wild event, there's still no major federal uh, policing reform. So it was a lot of noise made, but there's not been anything. So there are two acts right now, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. um, And there's also the Breathe Act. And you guys can look into those, but these are proposed changes. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, you know, everybody is are making changes. Like I've seen a lot of major cities have cut the budget by for police by five percent or so, not much. Mm. But I haven't seen any real change happen. So we have to remember to just keep, you know, pushing our agenda because this man died because of this and more people will. So it's just like, I guess a reminder to me, like, don't don't stop just because now people are hiring. Or don't get Inclusity and diversion, I mean, and diversity managers, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not a reason to say, oh yeah, we did it. No, no, we didn't. Because there have been other people who have raised concerns about the safety of their community mm-hmm. and they got acts passed to protect them. And mm-hmm. I've not yet to see that action with black people. And, you know, come on. Exactly. We I'll leave it. that on that. Period. Um, so let's get into toast. I mean, yeah, let's get into uh, tea time. So first, we want to talk about um, Issa Rae revealing that her and Lauren London were feuding. And it was actually um, Nipsey Hussle that brought them together. So this all happened when um, Issa Rae was like developing, according to her interview with Vanity Fair. This all happened when Issa Rae was... Uh, creating um insecure and one of the execs had actually suggested that lauren london um be isa she was one of the many people that was named um but it was a bunch of light-skinned actresses Mm-mm-mm. so of course isa fighting for her own story you know for that representation and just i respect her so much for that she was just like uh no like i, I don't want that she felt like it was the erasure of dark-skinned act- actresses in lead role. But for Laura London, it kind of felt like um, Issa was labeling her as an actress, video girl, Lil Wayne's baby mom, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Issa Rae said one of the biggest things she mentioned was naming Lauren London specifically because she wasn't the only light-skinned model because Lauren took offense to that. But at Diddy's um, birthday party, um, Nipsey was like, you know what? I really think that you two could smooth things out. Like, let's talk it over. She said, he was like, you should just talk to her. Let's, let me set it up. It actually sparked an amazing two hour conversation. We had so much in common. She was like, people don't understand. I'm a black, uh, awkward black girl. And the same way that I was upset about the limited portrayal of black women, she was like, people do the same thing to me. And I completely get that, said Issa. So, um, 
few thoughts. <laughs> One, I'm happy they made up. Like, obviously, yeah, I am happy. I loved they, it. They made up. I'm, I'm really happy there was no harm, no foul. Especially because I know sometimes for some light skinned women, they automatically take an offense to that. Like, well, I've experienced this blah 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 whatever so i'm glad that i mean obviously i wasn't there from the conversation but i'm pretty sure that Issa would not have put up with anything like that mm-hmm. so i'm glad that she was um re- she was receptive to the conversation because um that's not that's not like for instance when people are critical of you know uh cisgender people or like they are critical of like um people who date men or something like that um you know, we don't get offended about that. You know, because no, you have to recognize the position of power that you hold because colorism is alive and what and well. Exactly. And to think that it's going, I mean, I, it just shows that, you know, she can understand, like, she don't think that that happened. Also, miscommunications are going to happen. You know, people won't get hurt. You got to smooth it over sometimes when you really realize, like, all right, cool. I would prefer to be cool with you than to be at odds, you know? Mm-hmm. That's um, growing up. Because everybody is not... Just because you have a disagreement with somebody don't mean that they're your enemy. And that's something that I'm learning in general. Yeah. But um, it's, like, it's it's true. Especially when you work in show business, like, it's very important. Like, not even... I'm sorry. Not even working in show business in when general. You're working, like, you yeah. just work and you just have to... Professional. Yeah. You have to be like, all right... Exactly. Oh, that's me. just that's how you gotta be art. Right. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, especially us. We're gonna have to say art a lot because like the shit I said about some people, you know, I might wanna work with them in the future and, and then I think about that. Like what are you gonna think about what I said about you in twenty eighteen? I don't know. We'll have to see. But um <laughs> also shout to Nipsey because a lot of men don't be caring enough, in my opinion, about two women not getting along. They don't they, Yeah, they, I don't they, like that. They don't be care. like women gonna be women and stuff like That's that. Like, women I don't, business. That's women's yeah. business. I'm stay out of that. But I appreciate the fact that it was bothering him because um Issa was saying Nipsey inspired her a lot um, as far as, like, making insecure. So it was like, you know, it, it just kind of gives him a little bit more humanity, too. Like, he was actually trying to, like, get his all his interpersonal relationships together. But finally, why the fuck was Issa Rae campaigning <laughs> to, to be the star of her own story like i just don't get yeah, it right and it's so hard like and there's we was talking about this before the show there are different levels to awkward like not to discount that lauren london is an awkward black girl because she definitely probably is um because we know girls that look like her that are awkward but it's her awkwardness is more acceptable yeah. because she is like i mean Lisa, Lisa, Issa Rae is attractive. Don't get me wrong, Beautiful. but you know what I mean. Like it's like with how uh, Lauren London is. Like she's video um, girl. Like, like she's a video, video girl. girl. Issa Rae is a girl dimple. next door. Yeah, exactly. She got a dimple. She um, you know, wear like nice like straight hair. Um, she's lighter. Like so, if her awkwardness is going to be um interpreted as like oh it's a vibe, it's like she's cool, down to earth. Just, she's not yeah, stuck up at all chill. like you would think this hot girl would be 
Exactly. And like somebody like Issa, who um, myself and Iman can relate to more, is mm-hmm. perceived as like sometimes a stuck up, sometimes it's me. It's like very negative and like, um, no, Weird. I guess pun intended. It's like yeah. very dark energy. Exactly. It's, it's it's already perceived as dark energy when we don't even have to say anything. It's like we're just nervous. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think like what Issa did, like by being. You know, and it this we never have seen anyone that looks like Issa in a lead role. And the difference between Issa and other actresses is that she just looked normal. You know what I mean? She looked exactly. real. She, she got her natural real. hair out. And the, in reality, somebody who did what Issa did every day would not afford to have bundles and stuff all the time. She got her natural. And she probably wouldn't prefer it. Because I know I won't prefer that. Like, I prefer wearing my real hair. But I'm like, on a day-to-day, there are a, there's a black girl who wears her natural hair who don't have a lot of money, who don't make the best decisions, who kind of act like a kid, but she's trying her best and learning. That's what she would look like. She would not look like Lauren London. Exactly. No matter what hair... It's just not it. Even, again, with the hair and makeup, it probably would look like an SNL skit. Um, Because it's not authentic. And it's crazy because, I guess, if somebody didn't know me, they would probably put me in a category of, like, I wouldn't say put me in a category of Lauren London. I guess because I wear fake hair. But I... Like IG baddie type of girl. You want that vibe. I relate way more to the type that Issa is. Like, way more. Yeah, and it's like again, I am I feel like there in real life, women like Issa and women like Lauren London can be friends because that's what it that's what my girlfriends be looking like. Sometimes I have girlfriends who are just like hot, hood famous, all the head like but when you talk to them, they really just simple goofball, awkward girls, nervous all the time, just like me. And like it, it's lovely and refreshing. Like that's why we're friends. But when you're casting someone, it's different. It's not about who you are. It's about mm-hmm. who, the, who the character is. And Issa is Issa. That's just it. So, Period. but I'm happy they. You know, at the end of the day, we're talking. Hindsight is 2020. We see it. We see the project. Like we understand what Issa was meant to be. But at the time, maybe maybe Lauren London now was like, "Yeah, girl, I could have never played that role." But back then, before, when it was just a concept, she was, like, "Oh, yeah, maybe I could play that role." You know. Mm-hmm. So, but either way, I love both of them, and I'm happy they smoothed it over. Same. Now let's talk about how on um, watching. Law and Order SVU helped an 11 year old identify I love her this. kidnapper. I love this. I'm sorry that that it had to happen to her, but I just I because um I know myself and Ema are people who are like Wendy Williams said, aware of try always aware of the killer. The killer. So, um, and so I always worry that other people aren't. Yeah, especially so, children, unfortunately. Especially children. So I'm glad that there are... I mean, it's a shame that you have to be like that. But, like, let's be real. This is just the world that we live in. Yeah. So um, I'm happy that she was aware. Yes, I'm happy, too. So shout out to this 11-year-old girl in Florida. I'm not going to say her name because her family hasn't revealed, like, her identity all the way. So I'm not even going to get into that. But um, this 11-year-old Florida girl fall off a kidnapper so she's at the bus stop trying to get home get to school i think it was 7 a.m and all of a you know sudden she sees this white guy this white van and it was a white guy who gets up and like runs at her with a knife and she thought he was i guess gonna swoop her up but baby girl was fighting her ass off fighting literally to the point where i guess they both fell to the ground he got shook he he ran away 
Um, and it's heartbreaking because this all was caught on video and I didn't mean to watch a video, but it started playing. So I saw it and I'm like, whoa, she was giving him a run for his money, 11 years old. And then he, uh, you know, when the cops came and everything else, the, uh, this little girl let the cops know she actually put some slime on him because she saw from Law & Order SVU that, you know, she learned that, you know, leaving something on a killer or evidence would make it easier to find them. So she was playing with slime and he she rubbed it all over his jacket, his arm and jacket. Lo and behold, when the cops found the person a few hours later, he had slime all on his arm. So the cops was like, they don't think she understood what she did, like how important that was. Like she probably eliminated like a trial potentially. She probably mm -hmm. eliminated so much shit because like if it was a regular kidnapping, it would have been like maybe some of her hair on his jacket. Maybe not, you know, but now it's like, what the fuck are you as a 30 year old man doing with slime on your arm? Blue. Yeah. It was and her slime. So it was like shouts to her. And she even got a shout out from the real life um, Benson. Sabrina, what's her name? Yes, uh, Marishka Haggerty. Yes, she gave her a whole shout out and caption. Everybody's just thankful she's okay. Yeah, because that's where I saw, the, I saw the story. And I'm like, wait, hold up. Yes. I'm so happy she because I really be thinking about stuff like that. Like, all, and the thing is, if something like that happens to you, please, please fight your ass off, okay? The win. You fight your ass off and just do, do something that will definitely probably leave the mark. I leave a mark. Because they're not ready for that. All they had, all they're thinking about is their rage. You know, and of course, this is fight, flight, or freeze. So sometimes it's in your nature. You can't help it. But it may be if you get it in your mind to fight, don't be surprised. Expect someone to attack you. Like yeah. when I'm walking outside, I'm always expecting someone to attack me. And when I say I'm always the fuck ready, please believe it. Like I'm always ready. When I was in fifth grade, I used to walk with a pen in my hand because I'm like, listen, if somebody tries some funny business with me, they gonna get poked real hard at the very least or stabbed at the max. Like that's just what's Period. gonna happen. And they Period. have eyes, they have nose, they have ears. Like this pen could be a utensil one second and, or yeah, and then a a, a knife the second. It depends. Also scream, scream your ass off. We was watching the show yesterday. Um, not, I'm not gonna say the show because I guess like spoilers. But anyway, um, something was happening to a character on the show and my mom was like, why isn't she screaming? She was not screaming at all. Um, scream say fire like or whatever like just yep you know of course as long as they don't threaten you to not you know of course scream as loud and also if they're in a the car run like run backwards a lot of time when you're walking people will try to grab like your book bag or your pocketbook take that shit off and run the opposite way like let them have it exactly also um homework for y'all this week watch a video of somebody if you, like you get put in the trunk watch a video of somebody trying to pop the because you can pop a trunk from the inside somebody yeah. put you in it watch a video of people trying to get out the back of the trunk and if it's an old car sometimes you can push through the middle piece and you'll have access to the like i mean i don't know if you want to get closer to them but if you got that thing on you that's a perfect aim you know period all right guys those are our tips up, but <laughs> That's all I got. That's what I plan to do. I mean, I'm not a specialist or anything, but that's just what I plan to do. Mm -hmm. um, let's get into ASAP Rocky. He's so in love with Rihanna. We, like, as the we all are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ain't special. 
he he called her the love of his life. Like, okay, she loved my life too. Like, she loved my life as well. So, like, that's to me when he said that, I'm like, yeah, of course she is. How is it? It was everywhere. Like, we were supposed to be shocked that he's just so in love. First of all, he's been in love with her before they've been dating. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen that MTV performance. His face, the way he was like playing and lighting up, and also you. I am almost certain when Rihanna is disgusted by someone because I feel like she be, can be so mean when she don't like men. She can't hold it back. But when he was yeah. playing with her too much that time during MTV Awards, I saw this little flicker in her eye. Like I felt like she was she was interested. I did. That's very interesting. I'm I'm, I'm very interested to see where this how far this goes. You are not pro them. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> You try new creative ways to say it each time. It's so funny because I really was trying to be um positive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hmm. That was me. That really was me being nice. I know, and that was pathetic because you really was like, ah, I'm interested to see uh how far this <laughs> you said I'm I'm interested to see how long this shit lasts. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I cannot get that video out. I know people change, stuff happens, but mm-hmm. I just cannot get that video. Out my head, him clapping those uh, BBL cheeks of that uh, white woman. Yeah, I get it. You know what? And this is why I am happy. I have kind of been discon- disconnected from ASAP for a while. Um, I know, like, we talked about him living in Ikea or some shit, like, <laughs> two years ago. The thing is, I wasn't... That's the thing I hate about the... Sorry, but that's the thing I hate about the internet, is that I wasn't even looking for it. People show... I was like, I was but, not looking for that. Yeah, I don't... <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I be missing shit. Good. It makes you a better person. <laughs> <laughs> well, he confirms he's in a happy monogamous relationship. Um, he says she amounts to probably like a million of the other ones. I think when you know, you know, she's the one. A million of the other ones. To be his ex, I would feel like a piece of poop. Chanel, Iman, and Iggy Azalea were his but, moments. I mean, I know, I, I think when he says the other ones, I really don't think he talked about Chanel Iman because he yeah. described her as a princess before. And he I feel did. like, you know, also, like, we know who he talking about, unfortunately. Um, but that's the <laughs> truth. Don't, like, he's acting exactly the way any man who dates Rihanna should act, if you ask me. No, I agree. I agree with that one. Um, um, very, ni- it very nice. It ap- he it said it appears that the couple are open to having children. It says I'd be an incredible, remarkably overall amazing dad. Okay, I would have a very fly child. Very said ASAP Rocky. I think it's important to have somebody that you can bounce those creative juices and ideas off of. And he said that she absolutely influenced his new his new work and given him some different perspective. Um, my only thing is like, he is very handsome and this could work. I just think Rihanna is smarter than him. As a lot of women are smarter but than what do I know? Man. He might be smarter than what I think. Might- I, I just, I think I want this to go well so bad because it's Rihanna and I just want everything that happens to her to be perfect. Cause I'm in the Navy. That's very true. You are too. I understand it, but I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, uh, I guess I got my strip cap on. <laughs> you got your strip. You definitely, we're mom and dad right now. And I'm the mom. Like, I think you should give him a shot. And you're like, not, not around my princess. 
I don't know why I need to take my cap off. I really, it's so you tight. Ain't, no, the thing is, the way your energy is so fucking like, I can feel how harsh it is when I mention his name. I don't, I, I think it's safe to say you're just going to hate him and that's okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Anybody else feel me? <laughs> Let's talk about our two favorite guys, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. <laughs> Okay. That was funny. <laughs> so it's official. Bow Wow Soldier Boy. Um, they're going to go head to head at a versus battle because it's apparently what everyone wanted. Um, where y'all be having these conversations at? Because in my mind, they went in my brain. <laughs> That's really something I would think it would just not say out loud. What? I would and never. I think today is the first time in my life I mentioned Bow Wow Soldier Boy name together in one well, sentence. I would probably, in my head, I would probably say, like, no. I feel like, I would probably say, like, Bow Wow Lil' Romeo. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> or, like, eat, never mind. I'm about to say Bow Wow Sammy. That do not make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I just be lumping all them boys together. You know, all the kids. <laughs> yeah, That's another thing the- that today missing. They not exploiting children to be singers enough. <laughs> I, no, they on they on TikTok though, and they making that is so crazy that people are just like, okay, I'm sorry to go off the rail with this, but <laughs> when Nicki Minaj said infractions, I wish you bitches wanted more ta- more talent and less clout. That's so true. Like I feel like the talent is very scarce. Like it's yeah. very scarce, and like also. People are like TikTok is different because first of all, it's pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded, and you could take nobody knows how many takes you have taken. You know, mm-hmm. um, and but when you get these people, like put them in a spot and put them on a stage to stuff. Sometimes it's bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, it's getting real mysterious. Um, I just want to say. That Bow Wow was um had way better stage presence when he was a child than that he, 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 he had it. He had it when he was a kid. I was obsessed with him. Like when I tell y'all, every time Bow Wow came to Philly, I was there. No exaggeration. I was there. Okay. Like I still have um I think I still have my paw print. I had like a a a Bow Wow Beware the Dog paw print. Like my first concert was me seeing Bow Wow. Like I was not like I loved him so much. Like and it's so funny as a kid, I was so hyped because he was four eleven and so was I. And I'm like, oh that's cute. Like we both like match, but then thinking like now as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, he's such a little man. But yeah. <laughs> Not a little man. <laughs> no, that was so funny. I'm like, oh, he's 4'11". Like, just, and I remember being as a kid, I, I did not want to get any taller than 4'11". Because I'm like, Bow Wow is 4'11". And look at me oh now. I put God. a curse on myself. But, um, but yeah, I was obsessed with him. Um, Soldier Boy, I thought he, I thought Soldier Boy was real cute when he, when he first what? came out. What? For real? I thought he was cute when he first came out. Because I, I, not know that. sometimes I'd be liking um, skinny guys that like they got chicken necks. Mm, yeah, you. I feel like those guys are gonna always grow up to be a bad influence. <laughs> they are, and you're not wrong. Like Soldier Boy now, like <laughs> it's just not. It's just not it for me. But um, he's the I hit think, maker. He's a hit maker. Um, I think it would be fun the verses, but it just don't like. I feel like um, uh, <laughs> like I it just don't. 
match up to me because it don't match up to me either. Because Bow Wow wasn't really a like dance like Soldier Boy is a dancing ass nigga, and um and also Bow Wow his songs he didn't curse. No, he was like a teen. He was definitely heartthrob. a teen heartthrob. Yeah, Bow Wow was a teen heartthrob that had could could jump on like a you know them franchise boys remix and hang out with Snoop Dogg like. That's what he was, but that's because he was nephew. You know what I mean? He was like the rap game's nephew. And yeah. Soldier Boy was on some like viral, get silly type of time. I'm like, I just don't feel like they're comparable. Yeah, and like, I, I almost remember. Chris Brown and Bow Wow would have been a better. It was. If Chris Brown oh, no, Omari, maybe Omari. The thing is, it's always one person. And when you're trying to compare people in the same genre, because mm-hmm. you know, Chris Brown is a singer, Bow Wow rapper, it's always one person that's way more. In my opinion, um, just just better at the the thing. They have mm-hmm. way more hits and stuff. That's why Brandy and Monica was so good. It was so comparable. But I don't mm-hmm. see that too often. Like, who else you gonna yeah. be like Nelly and Ludacris? <laughs> <laughs> Did they actually do one? I, I I think they might be doing one. I feel like that would be a good one. That would but be good. like I remember being so shocked when I was in high school because like mm-hmm. I think Soldier Boy is around our age and like. Him hearing him say like y'all bitch y'all I'm like he is a kid like he's a kid and he's saying y'all bitch y'all I'm like that's crazy like I thought that was so crazy I'm I know so I mean I know Bow Wow is like a few years old I think he like eight years older than us also Nelly and and, and Ludacris did do one like back in the day because I remember the memes now oh yep Soldier Boy is literally thirty years old he's born in 1990 yep so he like I want to see it I'm excited. Yeah, I'll watch it. I would. Um, I would definitely watch it. But it's just like, like in my brain, I'm like, how is it going to go? Like, you yeah, know? The thing is, I'll watch like clips or something. I just thought about yeah, watching watch these. I'd be lying. Because, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, because I, I can't really watch the verses because, yeah, like the talking. Um, and also, I'd be I wanting to really be, on, be interested. And I'd be wanting to be on my phone, and I don't yes. know how to do that thing where people be hooking it up to their TV. I know it's on Apple Music, and I have Apple Music. Like, if. Y'all know how to do it. Maybe I'll listen, but then if if it's if I gotta hook up a cord, I'm not gonna do it. I just like when y'all be saving the clips to like other social um platforms. Like, but I be wanting to watch it because the jokes. I be wanting to laugh too. Yeah, to like the stream and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel that. I be wanting the thing to is, laugh it just so gotta bad. be people I really like. I'm mad I missed Ashanti and Keisha Cole because that Me was too. the only one I wanted to see. I wanted I to see it night. so bad, and it was so, like also I was excited, but. I kind of got turned off because of the um the cancellations and yeah. the COVID. My yeah. my brain was like, uh, yeah, I'm like it's too like, late. Like I already yeah, was excited. It's, it's too late to apologize. You know, too late to apologize for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I can't. I want to see more girls. <laughs> Me too. I feel like a lot of men's is doing it. I feel like the ladies need to jump in. You know. Yeah, and it, I don't know what the exit was. was. Yeah, I don't know either, <laughs> but I was fully supporting it. Um. Yeah. And that's a shame because a lot of rap girls be having beef because I'm like, what if like Lil' Kim did one? Again, uh-huh. there's really nobody else in Lil' Kim's name, but Foxy Brown would be, I guess, the person during that time. Yeah, but... I don't, But it's just not comparing. Either. I don't know what to say about that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Y'all, let us know some good verses y'all want to see. Like, yeah. Make sure y'all like add us tomorrow on Twitter, on Instagram, write us. Because I like to feel like excited about the possibility. Um... <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me. I just like to feel excited about the possibility of everything. 
<laughs> no, I get it because like I'm not that excited about the Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Like more the more that I think about it, I feel like it's a test. But you yeah. know, what I, mean? <laughs> I feel like I'm a student and I have to watch it for my work, which is this podcast. So, but also I'm just like I know Soldier Boy gonna be funny as shit. I know Bow Wow gonna do some shit that I'm gonna be like. And gossip is, I mean, Bow Wow is the type of person that do shit that I hate, but I'm always tuned in. Me too. Like it's so. Cr- I hope. I pray to God that never happened to me. Sometimes when people get older, their self awareness is just like it's no. They have no self awareness. Oh like, like the fact that first of all, my favorite tweet. One of my favorite tweets ever is when he had a straight jacket on and he said, "You know what? Maybe I am crazy." Like that is so funny to me. But he was dead ass. And he like, really thought that people was like, "Oh no." He, like, he thought that that picture was like, I'm friends with the monster. <laughs> and also, like, when he, like, took the picture with the jet and stuff like that, like, it's just very, oh <laughs> it's just very, like, his self-awareness is just, like, gone. But you have to think, was he always like that? Like, you know? Yeah, he was, I think he was, I think he was always kind of on the corny tip, but it's cute to be corny when you were a kid. But, but then also, some people don't grow out of it. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pray that like if my self aware because I really pro- like I be self aware, yeah, so I'm same. like I be too hard on myself. Yeah, I be too self aware to the point where sometimes I don't even do stuff because I'm yeah. just too self aware. I, I don't want to eat chickpeas because like I feel like people gonna think. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes I be like that's not yeah. I be too. I be I be having to tell myself to take my foot <laughs> off the gas and like of self awareness and like relax. But one thing I will appreciate <laughs> Bow Wow for is the fact that he helped to produce one of my favorite vines of all time. It's a it's a video of Bow Wow, like maybe five years ago, where he mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily the most relevant to children. Oh yeah, he wasn't relevant he was at like, all. He was like, they chasing me. He's like, yo, y'all, oh my gosh, be care- look behind me is all these kids. Oh my god, they chasing me. And then a boy like cut the video and was like. Boy, if you don't, <laughs> that's one of my favorite vines because he really had no idea that these kids, it probably was lunchtime. They was trying to get back on the bus to get a sandwich or something. They wasn't paying Bow Wow. No attention. Why but he really still thought it was 2003 <laughs> and or six or whatever when he was like, you know, popping. He really thought it was, Bow Wow could have absolutely caused a scene a decade ago. Yes, because when or I two, tell y'all, I two used decades to be- ago. When I tell you, I used to be foaming at the mouth, spitting, <laughs> passing out. Yeah. I know, yeah. Is that the time when your dad was shaking his head at you? Yeah, we went to go see um, Bow Wow, and we had floor seats. We had floor seats, y'all. I was down on the floor, and Bow Wow was in, like, a harness, and he flew across us in a harness, and I was I was a kid, and so I was standing on a chair, um, and I was sitting on the chair and I was just like rocking back and forth in the chair, like shaking. And I was screaming up at him. I was so excited. And both my parents had these like orange earplugs in. And my dad looked over at me and just <laughs> shaking his head like, what? <laughs> when I tell y'all, I, raised, I did not raise her to act a fool. When I tell y'all, I was shaking and screaming like a fool. I was I was going like those inflatable like arm things, but I was moving real fast. But like it's crazy as a teenage girl, you think that oh my god he'll love me if I show him how dedicated I am. I probably look so scary. 
because he was in the ceiling, like flying. I was losing my freaking mind. And what makes it even worse? Inflatable thing. (laughs) Yeah, but I was going real fast. You know when I put my TikToks in like the speed thing, like that's how I was looking. And what makes it worse? I look over to my left and I see Patty Labelle. (laughs) What? Huh? No, you ain't told me that before. What's she doing here? Why was she there? <laughs> I look Patty LaBelle right now. <laughs> Sabria, what? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Patty D. LaBelle. <laughs> Are you, don't just fucking spring shit like that on me. You know I love Patty LaBelle. <laughs> You never told me you looked Haley Bell in the I, eye before. I, I, I didn't slip my mind. I told you Rick Ross looked me in my eyes. <laughs> it slipped my mind. I was going nuts. She always would be at, like, she always be at Philly concerts. <laughs> and she was there. And I looked Patty and Patty oh, saw me money. acting. Y'all was near Patty LaBelle sitting. <laughs> she saw me acting a fool. She wasn't even sitting down. She was like, she was like on the, um, I forgot. She was like walking like no, she was standing <laughs> on the side, like looking at the concert. That's the thing. She must have kind of concert with her. I don't know if she have them, but yeah, I don't know why she's there. But when it comes to concerts, my family do not play. Okay, they really don't, cause I definitely got to see Beyonce <laughs> when your parents died, and I was on the floor like, oh, this is noise. <laughs> Iceman shit. That's why I was like, listen, I got, I'm gonna drive there. I'm gonna drive you around all day, bro. Whatever you want is on me. Cause this is a once in a life. No, but you know what? I got the payback when we, um, I got to pay you back a little bit, not even all the way. I will never be able to pay you back for being the first one the concert. But when we went to, uh, Kanye West. Kanye West. That was me trying like a small token of my appreciation. <laughs> it, it definitely uh, paid off. That was so crazy. I really, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about me freaking out and paying the bills. And she probably was like, oh, she's just a girl. <laughs> she's old to be young. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking the hell out. Yo, I'm hollering. But um, shouts to Soulja Boy and Bawa. I hope they have a fantastic evening. Um, <laughs> Let's get in to the sunken place. Dun, dun, dun. Who is it this week, guys? Um, For me, it's everybody who always want to date with a fucking <laughs> twist, okay? It's always a twist to dating them. Like, nobody wants to be in a regular... Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to break it. <laughs> sorry. That's me pushing traditional everybody. But it's like, all right, I know I want people to be able to do an experiment and be unconventional. But I think some niggas heard that and they just be creating anything to not be in, like a conventional relationship like they just want to be different so everybody you meet they like well i want a relationship where we can like see other people sleep in other rooms um never hold hands or make eye contact because that's what i feel comfortable with and i'm like what they be like and you gotta buy your own stuff and like yeah. we can like, never see each other on mondays you were like please what? never touch me reminds- that's the number one thing never touch me yeah, it remind me of um, you know, and um, Baba Duke when the mom was like, "Why can't you be normal?" And the little boy was like, "Ah!" Like I feel like <laughs> that's really how I feel, and I feel like it's like it's like scary. Like it makes me feel like it makes me feel like a baby boomer. I'm like, y'all, it's scary Yo. out here because it's weird. Like that's why, like I'm not, I have no dating apps. I have, I think I said this last episode, not sure, mm-hmm. um, but I have no dating apps, and like the thought, like. I was telling, um, I was telling Iman, I was like, oh, like I'll get back on Tinder, like when I reach 
this goal or whatever. But then I thought about it and I was like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to be on there. Like, I don't want to be on any of them because that's a lot of times because since it's a social app and anybody can get on it, um, anybody with any phone can get on it. That's where you meet and you expose and you see a lot of these freaking weirdos. Like, people, uh, these paragraph long um, bios of the shit that they don't like. It's like, well, what do you like? Like, what do Yo. you want? Like, or, or, or like Megan the Science said, oh, why are you here? Like, you yeah, know, why is you here? Yeah, like, I be feeling like that. Like, why are you here? Like, why you got so many hangups? Like, yeah. I feel like, I'm sorry, like, this. I feel like for this generation and the generation after us, like it's a, I don't know what's going to happen. Like if the, um, what the hook is that? The thing called the, um, Wally. the big bang theory. Oh. Like, I don't know if the big bang got to happen and niggas got to be restarted. Like, I don't know if something like that happened because it's really bad out here. Cause people be too weird. unrealistic too. It's just way too unrealistic. And I'm like, monogamous relationships are not for everyone but now they're not for nobody come on like yeah, it's right? gotta be like somebody people, in here. Like, i'm sorry i don't know if this is like our problematic era or whatever but people being like oh it's not natural being in a monogamous relationship humans are supposed to xyz and stuff like that and i'm like yo if you want to be a freak just say that then also, I think it's just fear of being cheated on for a lot of people. Exactly. It's, it's fear, fear of being cheated on. So they like, let me just open my relationship up to keep everybody happy. Or they're afraid they're, afraid they're going to cheat. But mm-hmm. they're like, okay, so if I have an open relationship there. And then I start thinking, like, let me challenge my relationship with what commitment. Like, at the end of the day, I want it because that's what I feel safe with. It's to have one partner. It's not because I'm a fucking sheep or because, like, I just... Oh, you know, I, I'm I'm territorial. It just don't go with my personality. Yeah. For one, I don't even get along with that many people. It don't go with my personality. Exactly. To open my relationship up. Also, also I'm not someone who needs thirty million different niggas. I don't need yeah, attention same. from and that I'm somebody, many people. I saw a bird tweet. It's from uh, one of those bird pages that like just be saying basic shit. <laughs> um, but anyway, I felt that it was like I having holes is not for me because I show favoritism, and that's very me too. Like I like I show favoritism, and also like I don't like again. I don't be liking people like that. Like I just don't be yeah. liking people like that. Also, I be feeling like. Again, sorry, problematic era coming through. I be feeling like some people are just not, is the lack of fear bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, like not y'all, but like some people are just not scared of anything. Yeah. And they think, oh, it's just this and that and this and the third. Take that, what I'm saying, take that as you want mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's, it for me like one of my big like imagine you with all these people whatever you get pregnant you don't know who your baby father is Mm. that is one of my biggest fear that me as somebody who is like wants to be a mom and stuff like that that to me that's not funny that shit is not funny no it's a it's a very scary thing like having a child is already scary like i just want to have all my ducks in a row as far as like the other it's shit. not a like, laughing matter anything i can avoid going chaotic i'm going to try to avoid and that's one thing i feel like will really make me just i'm so i, I don't want to tell nobody about this i don't want to tell nobody it's not a laughing matter 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, sex is so serious. So now I'm saying to the person, the one person I trust, you know, let's bring another person in and make it more chaotic. Like, what? No. It's okay if you want that. I don't. But why do everybody want it now? I just think it's a trend. I just don't think that some I think people it's even a trend. know what I mean. I think they're being greedy. Like, I just, I don't know. And I also feel like our generation are, um, let's say, it takes very, freedom too far. One, and I feel like a lot of our generation is uh, weak. And yeah. um, <laughs> I feel like very yeah. weak, scary, feeble. Um and it's just like it's just too much like when i see like first of all first of all hi like i don't like when i see like that's why i don't like dating apps and stuff like that because like first of all i'm seeing all this stuff that don't message me if you can't accept me and my partner we like to put our ferret in our ass on <laughs> wednesday and if you can't accept that if you're not you know it's blah blah blah. I'm just like, yo, yo. Enough is that's enough. something that you're telling. There, I, who knows how many people is using Tinder, like in the city, whatever. You just put all that in front street or blah blah blah. I see you in the street or whatever. Now I know you the fucking freak who be putting a ferret in your ass yeah. with your boyfriend on Wednesday. But you know what? They don't. They can't think clearly because they're so mad and angry that they just have to write that down because they just want to get what they want or get somebody. You know, it's just it's just completely against. It's too so, it's unaware. It's unaware. Yeah, it's unaware, and I just don't like it. And it just it makes stuff not fun to me because it's just like I have to. It's just too many um hangups. Like too it's many. too many hangups. I feel like I'm playing Tetris. Like. It's just too much. And I just, I'm like, all right. I really have yet to find one person who just is like, hey, I want to get, it's like people want to hop into a marriage two days into getting to know you Mm -hmm. or a guy's like, I would like to date you, but I want nothing to do with you. It's like, huh? It's crazy. Also, this is one, this is real, really. So I have not, it's it's been going on almost a year now um, that I haven't had Tinder. It's this beautiful. is what put the nail in the coffin, no pun intended, because this man is a mortician. <laughs> so this put the nail in the coffin for me. Talking, I'm like, all right, my mind, I'm like, I'm going to give somebody a chance. This man is not my type at all. Not by long shot. But I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to step outside my comfort zone, you know, and blah, 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 not judge people by their looks, whatever. First of all, I do that to protect myself because some mm-hmm. people, it's not even about being ugly. It's just some people look like the killer, look like a creep. And have I been wrong yet? No. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he's mortician, whatever. I'm talking to him. I'm like, oh, that's definitely a cool job, like, you know, to be a mortician. Like, obviously. Wouldn't have been my first thought. but That doesn't mm-hmm. freak me out, Um. whatever. Talking to him. And then, like, he's, like, casually talking about, like, um the site called, like, Meetup. And. I was introduced to Meetup by my therapist when I was, like, uh, going through something because he was like, oh, like, they have yoga classes on here or whatever. Like, you can meet up with people. You can do yoga and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like, Meetup is very cool because you can, excuse me, meet up with, like, like-minded people. Like, they might have, like, a film group or something like that. It's really cool. So he was talking about Meetup or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, cool. So um, he was like, yeah, something about like a like a group or something. And I'm like, oh, like what does a group do? This motherfucker, first of all, been talking to him for 24 hours. He tells me it's a kink group. Um, I'm like, 
<laughs> group. Yeah, so yeah, it's a kink group. I forgot what it was. I just was looking through my text messages, like deleting stuff, and like I saw it and I just was like, oh my gosh, like it's a kink group stuff. I told him I was it was like a BDSM, something like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not into that, like, and I'm not I'm like, no thank you, like, or whatever. And he was like, Oh, like, um, that's I understand, like, or whatever. And I just was like, after that, I like this is very dramatic, but I felt broken. Like, <laughs> I felt so broken. I just did not want to. I was like, I don't want to do this. So like, after that, I just, I just stopped. Um, I, I've deleted it and I never looked back. And that's like, was it for me? And I don't, I just don't want to. That to me, that kind of stuff is just too much for me. It breaks yeah, me. Yeah, I, I don't want it. That's how I feel. I don't, I don't want, want it. it. And also, like, I'm meeting you literally been talking for 24 hours. And nope, you, like, can't, yeah. Gotta get it out. You, like, get it out. Yeah, and people like that can't wait to tell you that they're freaks. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> they want somebody to accept them so bad. The thing is. It's like, no, not me. The thing is, it's nothing wrong with it. Like, not kink shame and stuff, but you need to find your people. And like and you stop. need to hold up. And it don't it don't matter what your kink is. You need to hold up. Like you don't even know me from Adam. You need to I wouldn't be I wouldn't be pissed off if like people just came out the gate like swinging with it. Like that don't <laughs> it don't piss me like People be coming out the gate swinging with it. Like, that I cannot do. No, because it's like, like, all right, I might have a little kink myself, but I feel like I need to be comfortable. Like, exactly. Right, I like, don't where know you, from? you in your... Where uh, you from? Where you it, from? Where you from? Like, I don't know anything about you. First of all, look at the context. You are a white man that's a mortician. <laughs> I am a beautiful black woman. <laughs> it's a lot I have to be afraid of. And you tell me you're into kink? My mind, Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's it, where it goes. You told and me you, you want to nipple back. on me. You, that's what you just told me you that you want to eat me. You want to put me in a refrigerator. You want to wrap me up in ciabatta bread. It went. <laughs> my brain went there, and there's no going back. No, seriously. And like, okay, there was this one guy. Um, we were talking, and he was so cool. Like, yo, we had this one conversation. We was talking for hours, and again, within a forty-eight hour window, like we talked once, and I was like, oh my god, this could be something. Like, he was tall, nice. And then he would start asking me about sexual things. And I'm like, you know, doing this via text is already the problem. <laughs> like, if I'm talking to a guy about sex, like, I'm a grown woman. I can talk to you about it face-to-face. We can talk on the phone. But just out of nowhere, be like, so what are your fantasies? I feel like a fucking weirdo typing it out. But I did it because <laughs> I was like, also, no, I'm strict. So I'm like, let me loosen up. Give it a shot. Let's go. Um, And he started being like, so what are your, you know, thoughts about, um, what's the guy, what's the thing? Oh, pegging. Pegging. Yeah, pegging. And he I was just like, listen, with. I I'm that. not the one to peg nobody. I don't got nothing against niggas getting paid. I think it's kind of hot when a guy just know what he want and asks for it. But I'm not a pegger. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> I never would peg, peg nobody. Like, I, I would get the strap if I, it was like I was in love. Like, I really would. But I don't got the type of torso where I can do stuff like that. I don't got the rhythm. I just don't like the idea of me moving, me doing it. I don't like it. I feel like I would look dumb as shit and I'm not comfortable enough to get over that. But also but my thing, out, the out the gate, gate with that? Yeah, don't come out the gate asking me. And he, <laughs> y'all, here's the kicker to me. Y'all ever seen the episode where Joan was dating that guy? His hips was real wide. That's who he was. So I'm like, damn, you can't wait to toot that ass up. <laughs> he can't. And then he, he showed you. Wait a, to didn't he send you a picture of his butthole? 
Um, no, that was another guy. Um, and I actually was giving him a shot with the pegging thing because of the way he came. I don't know, he was real smooth with it, the way he asked. So I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. It, I feel like it's definitely tall privilege. Like, you definitely get... No, so many men have asked me to peg them. Nobody I ever asked me. Men, so <laughs> many men have asked. So many men have asked. Nobody they know, never. they see me tall. They, but I want you to lay me out. And it's so funny because the guy who sent me a picture of his butthole, I show. I showed, I'm not even going to name him because he's probably not comfortable mentioning it. He was like, he was like, I've only, um, you know, did it with one girl before. I showed my friend a picture. He's like, he is a fucking bottom. <laughs> I know, for real. His butthole was like, peekaboo, I see <laughs> I've so never, like, I that is so crazy. That's never happened to me unless what? I was unless I was catfishing on Grinder. Here's the thing. But I was interested the in the pegging because he was like, I don't know, he was just a fly nigga. Like, he was real cool. I knew his cousin, too. So I felt like he was less likely to kill me because he knew <laughs> that I knew somebody he was close to. I knew his cousin. So yeah. I was like, all right. Um, like maybe, I don't know. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yes, you know. He kept sending me those animations of like girls doing it to guys and they were saying shit like, I love this. Like, you know, like those black cartoon comics that like black people what? be right. And it was like girl a girl doing it to a guy. And he sent me one and I was like, Oh well. And he kept sending them. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, you are fantasizing. And then um like I, you know, I stopped talking to him and then he found me on Instagram. I was like, Hello. And that's crazy. I talk to him each time. I'm never feel like he I was like he a creep just because he be doing it. I just, I'm like, I just don't, ah, like you too excited and now I don't want to do it no more because I feel like it's too much pressure. Yeah. But the other guy, I was uncomfortable with the way, because he's flipped the switch. The other guy came out the gate like, I'm a freak boy. Like, what's up? The other guy <laughs> came out like, he was like, yeah, like I want some children. Like, we started our conversation there. And then he was like, you know, tooting it. And I'm like, all right, relax. He's like, but oh. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy because like, <laughs> And another thing, this is the last thing I'm going to say, we're going to move on. But <laughs> another thing happened to me. So, again, I was, this is when I was on Tinder. Um, and th this was, like, last year, I think, like, 2019, last year. Talking to this guy. Um, he seemed really cool. And he's, like, um, asked me, like, that I like girls. And I'm, like, like, why you want to know? And he tells me he's on there. To try to recruit girls for his girlfriend. My mind, sex trafficking. Yeah. I'm like, how, like, as in, like, how do you not know how that sounds? Seriously. How do on. you not know how that sounds? Because and you're trying niggas to want to be cool so bad. <laughs> like, I'm, me and my girlfriend, you know, we got a different thing no, going on. No, my thing is. Tell your girlfriend to to come on here. Like yeah, you doing it. Also, like, how do I not know your girlfriend is not you? You trying to again? Emma. My brain goes to how to catch a predator. I just picture him like in the house with like a pig, like a a wig, like you know the one that Wendy wear from like Wendy's. I mean, yeah. but like <laughs> that like disguise, like a clear part of the city disguise. wig. Disguise and be like, yeah. hello, like so. It's me. <laughs> like no, it's not. It's not you. And it gives me Emma from Degrassi. Exactly. So no, like so it's just two people are too crazy. And it's not I feel like it's everybody. It's men, it's women, it's non-men, it's everybody. Everybody is just too much. Too much. Way, way, way too much. It's so. overstimulating. Come on, let's just let's just get back to regular love. You can love who you love. Let's just get <laughs> back to some of us at least being like just just you, just one. 
Like, I can't be the only one here who just wants a monogamous relationship. And, like, come on. So, <laughs> I'm kind of freaked out as we're telling this story. Somebody I do not know just posted these edited pictures of me on um, my Facebook wall. Like, I don't huh? know. Yeah, I'm about to send you the pictures. Like, he just posted these edited pictures that he definitely did on, like, some free editor. It's like butterflies in my afro and stuff. Oh, like, I don't like that. I don't know this person. But it's giving the killer. What the fuck? Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, who is he? I don't know who this is. This is why I'm so weird on the internet. Like, I've had, like, people do crazy, creepy things. He like, looked... you took my picture without my permission and, and edited it? Like, who who is this? Please curse him out. Okay, I'm going to just, like, ask him if he can delete my pictures I don't want him to be like, I listen to Black Girl Brunch because he don't look like no listener, but let me just he double check that. before I... Mr. Charles! Mr. Charles don't... Mr. Charlie, he don't look like he listened to Black Girl he Brunch. He's not a bruncher. I'm he sorry. Does... <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he owns a speakeasy, but hey, maybe he could be a bruncher. I'm he just going to no confirm. bruncher. <laughs> I'm just going to confirm. So he let's get into com- let's get into common senses. So we have a message um from Jay. I petitioned to call um this person Gerald, but <laughs> Sabria said, "Fuck no, I ain't seeing no goddamn Gerald." I I quote that. <laughs> no, I'm not, cause I don't even play like that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so your name's Jay instead of Gerald, um, and that's just where we are. <laughs> exactly. So this letter says, "Dear Black Girl Brunch." I think to preface this letter, I have not dated in over three to four years at this point. So I feel a little rusty when it comes to dating and I'm stuck trying to figure out what to do in this particular situation. I've been talking to a guy who seems really interested in me. I'm also interested in him. He is funny, thoughtful, and someone I feel comfortable around. We've had one date, but have been talking for about two months now. He has ambitions and goals which I find super attractive. Here's the problem. He has mentioned that he wants children. However, I do not currently see myself as a parent. Sometimes people say that you will change your mind as you get older, but the way the world is operating right now, it's tough for me to imagine myself as a parent. Also, I would feel guilty about having children because of my health conditions, and I'm concerned about taking a turn for the worse. My my parents died when I was 23 years old. I don't know if I should fill this out and keep dating him to see where things go or use this as a practice run for dating other guys or if I should pull the cord now, even with the hiccups. Lastly, I want to know your thoughts on dating someone who isn't vegan. That's been a challenge as well in navigating dating. I think I've come to a point where I realize that it's ideal but not always realistic of it, uh, in the world we live in. Plus, I always feel like a, as a gay man, my options as a gay man are very slim because of these qualifiers. I sometimes feel as though I have to settle because it's already for hard to find a good man, plus that is physically attracted to me, plus be vegan, plus have ambition. Because I'm definitely not planning to live this poor life for the rest of my days. <laughs> I love you both. Your show is one thing I look forward to weekly because I think the two of you are very insightful and wise beyond your years. When I'm down, you both pick me up. You both pick me right back up. XOXOJ. First of all, thank you for this letter. Thank you no. for that last paragraph. You mean a lot to us too for even Period. listening. Um, 
And thank you for sharing with us, you know, about your parents. Of course, we are so sorry for that and sending you love and light. Um, and we took a moment to kind of break down um, this letter to just answer your questions, um, give our stances, and just hopefully we can help you out. So first, your first point was like getting back into dating um, three or four years that is a while when you really out of dating for a while mm -hmm. you really I, you think it's like riding a bike oh when i like someone i'll know how to act no you be you be so used to spending so much time giving so much time to yourself you mm -hmm. like oh my god this is so crazy i can't believe we're here i can't believe it's happening exactly because like it's not like I, I mean i guess i was i haven't been in a relationship since i think it was 2016 mm. right yeah, I think since 2016, I haven't been in a relationship. So me personally and the fact that I, I haven't been in a relationship since 2016 and that was my first relationship as a quote unquote adult. Mm -hmm. So and um, I feel like, excuse me, being behind like some of my peers, um, I just... I feel like I just be winging it. Like, yeah. just, uh, you really, it's very corny, but, like, how you feel, um, like, just go with it. And I feel like I don't want to jump too much ahead, but um, I want to say from the start, I don't feel like you should end it. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like if things are going well, you shouldn't end it. But if you feel like, if, if there's a point where you seriously start to feel like that you are going to, because from the letter, I felt like that you were afraid to let the person down. Yeah. Um. But if you feel like you cannot, and I feel like from knowing you, I feel like that you will not let them down. Um. Never. Even if you, um, you know, are not sure. And I feel like you'd be an awesome parent, even though yep. you, are not sure yeah. uh sure um if you want to have children um now i feel like y'all should definitely like talk more um and to see like um where y'all at with it and also it's okay to date people and it just be a um what's the word i'm looking for like i don't want to say temporary like if it's just yeah, a season just, it's just it's a season or experience yeah. it's just experience it's really okay that's really okay like i feel like especially like we're getting older now we feel like this is it like you have to whatever but i feel like it's important to do it until you get it right exactly because you do not want to be in a nasty situation mm -hmm. just because you felt um you felt pressured yeah, no, I agree. Um, and as far as like getting back into dating, I'm never really in serious relationships and I typically move alone, especially now. I have never been as single as I am right now, probably since like high school. Usually I always have like a rotation starting five, but it had, I, I grew out of everybody that I used to date, everybody. Yeah, so usually like, I'm not on your side, but no, for real, you really, for real. Yeah, like, I grew out of everybody, no picks, and I like it here. Like, you know, I do enjoy where I am. Sometimes, you know, of course, I want somebody to love up on, but I look at what I hate to the point where I'm like, I literally would rather be alone than to deal with some dumb shit. Like, I can't, mm -hmm. I'm trying to focus on myself, and the last thing I need, like, men can really impact my mental health when they're not showing up the right way for me, because mm -hmm. I'm just like, how dare you? you know? So for me, getting back out there can be kind of hard, but I feel like when somebody is worth it 
it don't seem so hard. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh God, yeah, like this is nerve wracking, but because I like you so much, I just kind of want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, That's honestly how I felt back when I was dating someone kind of serious, like in December, um, in mm-hmm. November, I really, really was just like, I like going through these ups and downs with this particular person because the reward, I see the reward and I like them, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, even though, again, that was a season that didn't work out, but I, I I see what I got from that person, which is like after I fuck with them, I was like, oh, the prices just went up. You know, I can't be accepting this dumb shit now after I had someone flying across the country to see me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. I'm not going to take that dumb shit no more. So it's just like, just give it some, give it some time. And if, if you don't feel comfortable, then you know it's not that. But that's obviously not the case here because it's going, things are going well. Like everything mm-hmm. is going good. Um, but, you know, the wanting children thing is very important. It's very important to talk about, but is it important to talk about two months in? Especially because you know it's not an absolutely not for you. It's a, I don't know if I want children. I don't think that you're going to know whether you're with this person or not. But that doesn't mean you should deprive yourself from love, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that I agree. it's just about being open in the communication because you have such valid reasons for not wanting to bring a child into this world, not wanting to be a parent right now. You have so many valid reasons. The state of the world, you know, your health, you know, who who's to tell you if you're right or wrong? For, for what you're saying, like, there's no debating. The only thing you guys could disagree about is, you know, wanting kids, but not about your reasoning. Mm-hmm. So I think any person would really respect if you were honest. Like, I know I talked to a guy who had a vasectomy and I fucked with it because his whole mindset was like, if I can't, it costs like X amount thousand dollars to to reverse it. If I don't have that much money to go reverse it, I don't have enough money for a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, solid. You know what I mean? Solid. Yeah, I'd be thinking. Yeah, and I'd be thinking about that. That was that was very um upstanding. I feel. Yeah, another person who made the price go up with their mindset, like, cause a lot of men make it like it's not their choice if they have kids and they can't play any role in the back and forth. But that was a one. Actually, second time, the second man I talked to would have affected me. He was taking ownership. Like, I know I don't want to have the kids, so I'm not gonna put it all on a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just feel like uh, I I didn't eliminate him because of that. I wasn't like, oh, no, you don't want to have a child right now. That's a little too crazy. And if this person is like that, then that says that speaks to how they are. I would just communicate um, and let them and just say, I'm seeing where it goes because I really like you. But, you know, this is kind of one. I don't want to say red flag, but might be in one way. We just don't see eye to eye. Yeah, exactly. Because also it's very as somebody who like, you know, my first adult relationship um, got into it so fast. I am so for. Um, people just feeling people out um, because, again, you don't know how people will um, weather storms and you don't know. Um, sometimes people wear masks yeah. um, and you just want sometimes like um, it's just important to, you know, fill people out. So I feel like you should definitely um, fill, fill them out. Yeah. And you know how it is, you say that it's a... Um... There's a but to everybody, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There's literally a but with everyone. It's gonna be like they're great at this, but mm-hmm. they want kids, and I don't. They're really, really nice, but you know, I don't like the car he drives. He's really nice, but I don't like his family. It's really nice, <laughs> but 
he is like this is always going to be a but with every person so mm-hmm. it's like you kind of almost need to prepare yourself for it it's always going to be something and it's like i start wondering what's the but about me <laughs> i know niggas probably be like she's so cool but she be tripping <laughs> He be spazzing the fuck out. And they wouldn't be lying. You know, but they still should give me a shot because I can work through it, you know? <laughs> That's how I feel. You know, with yourself, somebody could be like, you know, he might be like, he's really cool, but he don't want kids. But I still like him, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So I just think that we need to... Some people, I, you know, again, because it's... it's um, I mean, free, I definitely... Um, should give up right now, but I'm keep I'm keep going. <laughs> I don't think you should give up. Yeah, I'm. I uh, guess. Yeah, I'm going. That's neither nor here nor there because this is about you, Jay. <laughs> about you, Gerald. Okay, Jay. <laughs> Not me. So, um, but yeah, sometimes you have to keep on going. Um, yeah. And that's Always okay. Yeah. It's okay. I know as like people, like, you know, as an ambitious person, sometimes you feel, and I don't know if you, I know Iman can attest to this, but I'm not sure if, you know, who sent the listener letter can attest to this. But sometimes I know me, I feel like I shouldn't work hard on people. I should work hard on getting money. And that is very, I'm finding out um, what the kids are calling uh, toxic. Yeah. Um, it is not, and it is a result of capitalism. Mm. Um, and because I definitely uh, feel, I mean, I am, I'm doing, you know, the best that I can do um, right now, but it isn't fair to feel like that. Because I feel like it's sometimes, you know, you, just have to see things it's okay yeah. you gotta be human first you, you have gotta to be have a human, human first, first. relationship mm-hmm. first that's that's where i'm at like i'm relationship first like i prioritize my relationships <laughs> over work i prioritize my relationships and my health over everything mm-hmm. because that's what life's about and honestly when those two things are in place i'm i'm better at getting money anyway <laughs> so it's like yeah it's, no it's, it's true and also like when you are a person who you know you you don't play about your shit you're not gonna let none of that get in the way because uh me and Iman always talk about this i'm gonna be going like i don't care my heart be broke i'm still gonna show up to work and i'm still gonna get my all exactly exactly so i feel like when you know that you are a sturdy person like that go just um do i feel like do what you want like when you know that you are you know of course don't make yourself uncomfortable or if you feel like oh this too much like just i would say call time out yeah seriously call time out but it's scary but keep going and then the last question was about veganism and i think your perspective is where i am leaning hard towards i only will date somebody from this point on though that would at least try vegan food like there are some people who may not be vegan they call themselves flexitarian because they can go to a vegan spot yeah it's not ideal but that's where i'm at like i'm at a point where like my my cousin, she couldn't eat meat. Like say she's somewhere in this meat there, she might eat it. But I'm gonna say eighty percent of the time, she just eat what I want. She prefer vegan food, make her feel better. And she's like kind of like waiting to just become vegan at some point. That's the type of person I really, at the bare minimum, can. Because I'm like, yeah. if you don't want to be vegan to me, I'll be questioning what's wrong with you. Like if you just in a love affair with meat, like realistically, it's not gonna work with our children. It's not gonna work with any of those things. But 
If you're somebody that's like, I'll at least try it. I know so many people who have turned their partners vegan. I know so many people. The key is to like, I think frame it, like see if the person is at least open to it one day. But not, you know. Or like you said, just like open, like for instance, I know listener Savvy always making fun of us being vegan and stuff. But she went to Blackbird with me. Exactly. Exactly. um, Like people who I would say like will eat anything like if you're going to be straight up like no that's not like just be like negative about the stuff i can't because i feel like at that point you don't respect me because you think it's a joke uh, exactly you think it's a joke because if anybody that knows me it's a lot of stuff that i joke and i play about but veganism is one thing that i do not play about it's not a joke to me yeah. is I'm dead ass about it. <laughs> Same. So Same. you're like, definitely more strict than me and I and I, res- <laughs> I feel like I'd be following your lead there but at the end of the day I'm still strict too. Exactly. And like from talking to somebody who is vegan, I was just telling Iman like I feel so like it's corny but like I kind of feel safe and yeah. it's like I could be like think about it like you at somebody's house all day, you're hungry, don't really want to um, spend money to order out. They have food for you there, exactly. and they and I feel like sometimes when somebody is not vegan, they don't really care about what they don't um, even understand. They don't understand, or they feel like it's a task. They don't. It, they almost yeah. don't want to ask me what I'm going to eat because they know it's going to be a task. And I'll never forget. Um, I was seeing somebody who was not vegan at all, and they were a truck driver, and I was driving in a truck with him. Because um, he had just got off of work, but he, you know, truck drivers, like, sometimes they be living in their trucks because, like, for real truck drivers go, like, cross state lines yeah. or whatever. But anyway, I was in his truck, and he was asking me, was I hungry? And I was like, yeah. And, like, we in, like, bumfuck New Jersey. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't have no clue what I'm going to eat around here. And he, like, it was, like, this Chinese buffet he liked, and he, like, told me to get something and it just was like he I feel like he didn't even try to see like he didn't care he just was like oh I eat here so you can eat here you can find something and then proceeded to give me seven dollars to get something to eat oh lord have mercy what you supposed to get a damn pretzel I got something because it was like a buffet so like I guess I think it was like <laughs> you know a big bitch gonna find out how to eat her <laughs> but um <laughs> But anyway, he gave uh, uh, it was oh it was pay you pay with a weight that's what it was okay all right so since I it was like just rice for me to eat it literally was like <laughs> it, I think it was actually like seven dollars <laughs> <laughs> I was down bad but it was just like <laughs> yeah no I feel you um that experience just, yeah I'm not having sad. nobody disrespect my diet I'm not gonna have that um the it rest is, it's a lifestyle. I used to date somebody, and he used to be like, "I love meat," and I was like, "Whoa!" He was, he wouldn't. I'm not like, even he say made what I want to say because I'm trying to change. But. He made it clear <laughs> that he would never give it up, and also c- culturally, things were different. Like you know, when you meet some people from some places, meat do mean something different to them. They're never going to be on the same page as me. I'm not. I'm not the empress of what's right and what's wrong. I'm just telling you what I don't like. And I didn't like that. I don't want to ever be with somebody about I'm never giving up meat. Then I'm like, well, you'll never have me. <laughs> that's just how it is. Yeah, that's so too I think much. you got the right idea. Like you can't be too picky, but as long as it doesn't disgust you, um, I think you should give this person a shot. Just give him a shot. Just give him a chance, you know? And see what can happen from it. Is, what's that I trust your on? judgment. If they if, if they if they make you come out of retirement, 
then I know this person got them. They got to be, you know, give them a chance. Give them a chance. Here's the TikTok song. They'd be like, I'm taking a chance because I like you a lot. I'm giving all that I got. <laughs> exactly. 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 So we're ending the show at this point. Um, and I'm in the dark. I'm, the sun went down and I am. <laughs> my room is completely pitch black. I just been sitting here talking. The way I'm about to take me some NyQuil and knock the fuck out. Like, I'm not playing. I'm so, like, I feel like a piece of poop. I do. I do feel like that right now. So I got to get myself um in bed. Uh, So I just want to give gratitude to Masterclass. Like, I told y'all Usher gave me a free one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sending it guy. to you, DeAndra, and uh, Jameer. I actually have to hurry up before they expire. I should do that right when I'm done this. But I'm listening to like Ashonda Rhimes masterclass. You feel how you want to feel about Shonda Land, but she dropping some gems because if she don't know how to do one thing, she know how to write a good show. Okay. So there's so much information. It's like Issa Rae got one. I'm watching hers next. Uh, Robin from the Today Show. I definitely, or Good Morning America. To, I definitely want to tune in to Issa Rae. I want to tune into Robin's as well. It's just like Black Gardner talking on there. And I'm like, oh, I'm just about to like be listening to these masterclasses all the time. It's so interesting. So shout out to Masterclass. Anything for you? Um, I would like to give a shout out to... Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Iman. Whoa. Thank you, Iman, for inspiring me these past few weeks. Oh, my gosh. No problem, friend. And congratulations on your new gig, kid. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, of course, you know, when you do well, I do well. Therefore, it's just been bouncing back and forth. So, cheers to us just being those bitches and fighting through everything that, like, throws at us. Exactly. Like Nicki Minaj said... I got one leg up in the middle of the ring, and that bitch better duck when the bell goes ding. Purr. Purr, purr, purr. So, you guys know where to find us, but just in case you don't, you can find us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei. Sarif? And you can follow me at Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter, and It's Frank and Femme on Instagram. And don't forget to follow my vegan page, Babies at Vegan Bread Style. Um, period, guys. You guys have a great week. We love you as always. Goodbye.